Welcome to this week's Henchman of Comics. I'm Alex Dushback. And it's Britney, bitch. That's right. Matt couldn't make it. So it's me, Britney Spears, filling in for Matt today on the Henchman of Comics. Alex, how are you doing? I am really starting to question whether that conservatorship was actually a good thing. You know what? Uh, people have been asking me a lot of questions about the conservatorship. Uh, and my papa, uh, that's what I call him. He's my papa. Uh, do you have any questions about me, my life, uh, Kevin Federline? Or anything. Yes. Now, when you say your papa, yes, uh, my papa. was it Papa Murphy or Papa J- John? <laughs> uh, that's funny. I actually get that question a lot. You'd be surprised. Uh, he's. I think his name's John. Speaking of pizza, this is going to be very like local and not irrelevant. But have you had pizza from Volare? Oh, uh, Volare, as we call it in my household. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I had it for the first time this week, and it was. Really good, like like yeah. way better than I was expecting. Oh yeah, that's the best pizza in Norman. Yeah, I, 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 I would think so. Year. Yeah, best yeah. like I mean I think you have to put it like interiors like chain pizza and then non chain pizza, but for like non chain pizza. What's cool about this pizza place is they're like the most authentic uh, as far as like the sauce, the cheese, like the margarita pizza there is is better than anywhere else that I've had. Even their crust too is just really it's like yeah, yeah yeah it's like soft and pillowy. And everything. Uh, What's well, even better, the ranch is great, um, but they also have a weed smoking lounge. Do they really? They have an outdoor part of it, too. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Aaron and I went up to the outdoor part of the weed smoking lounge yeah. and watched OU's graduation uh, oh, yeah. while we ate pizza and smoked weed. Yeah. It that was, was a terrible time to be on campus. What were you guys doing? It, it was actually pretty cold. Yeah. Um, With thousands of people from outside uh, flocking to campus, too. It was it was absolutely bizarre. Uh the like the OMC song. How it was do you want me to tell you how bizarre it was? <laughs> the porch was definitely like slightly tilted though, so yeah. I was never fully oh, no. comfortable. Yeah, 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 especially yeah. smoking yeah. up there was yeah. a lot of trouble. This is the bad boys of pod of comic book mm-hmm. podcasting right here. Yeah. This is Matt and Alex's show. Yeah. Matt's talking about weed smoking. I just got back from traveling the country going to punk shows exclusively. Yep. Ignoring yeah. child support. Mm-hmm. And by that I mean he's still married and you know, they he just was not being super supportive. Uh, I had to buy vinyl and T-shirts. Okay, yeah. what else am I going to do? I mean, yeah. you had your priorities straight, yeah. which is exactly. what's most important, yeah. honestly. And one of the finals was literally pressed the day before, okay? So, yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It was like, yeah, I didn't have... I was one that's going to pre-order everything. Did to sleeve it? It was everything. Like, it was sleeved with Albmart and everything, but they literally just... The lead singer posted the video of it being pressed that day, and they picked them up and, and brought some to the show to sell. That sounds like a ploy because they could have just had a bunch of records and acted like he did that. <laughs> well, in fact, if they're only playing three shows and this was the second of their three, it would be it wouldn't be the most uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The most wealth increasing ploy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, we need to we need to you know repress this thing anyways. Yeah, it's a venue of 125 people. We're going to be rich. <laughs> We're going to sell at least nine records yeah, tonight. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, oh, yeah. So how was your trip to Baltimore? You went to Baltimore and Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. There was one point. Uh, okay. First, I will tell you uh, the embarrassing things that happened to me. One, I was waiting for my Uber at the Baltimore airport. That's embarrassing, Alex. Uh, the car pulls you up. are so poor. Yeah. I looked at, the, it wasn't an Uber I looked at my black. phone. 
It was, it was so obviously amazing. like the same make model color and everything. And I go and I open the door. I'm like, and then I open it in my head. I had the split thought. I'm like, that's weird. There's a lot of trash in this back seat. And there's also <laughs> two, and there's also two child seats uh, in the back as well. Where am I going to sit? And then I look over at the driver of the car who looks at me with like a look of terror. And I'm like, oh, I clearly have the wrong vehicle. This is not my Uber, even though my Uber just texted me that they just pulled up and that car just pulled up. So I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And then I shut the door real quick. And then I text my Uber, be like, are you here? And apparently, instead of picking me up at arrivals at the airport, he's in departures for some reason. Uh, oh, lovely. Yeah, just a weird, terrible, terrible, awful coincidence. Uh, and then, I know at one point, I'm pretty sure I saw Wait, your-, your Uber driver, hold on. Your Uber driver tried to pick you up at the departures? Oh, no, he like didn't you try. canceled your flight? He, he did end up picking me up there because he just waited for, for me to get there. Oh, God. So you had to walk across the airport. Yeah. That's faster than him driving. Yeah. Okay. Um, And then... Uh, if there's one thing we know about Baltimore, it's not a big city. <laughs> one point, I'm pretty sure like a crazy person. I'm like, I've got to find the liquor store while I'm here. Was the wire accurate, Alex? Is that... It's 100%. Okay. Yeah. I... Uh, which is really my strongest cultural and historical reference to Baltimore is watching The Wire. It's one of the most yeah. violent yeah. crime uh, shows of all time. But uh, I was near the Inner Harbor. I wasn't in East Baltimore. But I did. Uh, I was still like, I was like, I needed to find a liquor store because I wanted to find beer that I cannot get back home. There wasn't one near my hotel. So I just kept walking and walking until I found one. And I'm like, oh, I'll click a lunatic because it is like 11 a.m., on a weekday and I'm carrying a 12 pack of beer just across these busy roads in this, in this area, which is very, a little bit tourist heavy and also very like, uh, business heavy, like, like, like a business district in the Baltimore. So I'm like, Oh yeah. I was like, Oh, so I'm just, I'm just another one of the colorful locals. Apparently with a drinking problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of so, yeah. starting carrying beer. Yeah. Oh, and then 11 AM my flight out of Baltimore. It was 7 a.m. and I get to the airport like at 5 o'clock in the morning. Uh, and I'm going to the security line. And the woman like directs me and she goes, ma'am, this way. Uh, and then she realizes that I'm a guy. And she and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, no, no, it's okay. For some reason, she insists on grabbing my hand and holding my hand and not letting go and apologizing for a good 30 seconds. Uh, and even though I tell her it's okay. And now there's like a line of people forming behind me waiting to get into the security checkpoint line while she will not let me go. Just apologizing for calling me a woman over and over again, even though I insist it's okay and I cannot break my hand free. And in this day and age of COVID, I'm not super comfortable with someone just hold a stranger holding my hand and not letting me go through security. Let me tell you, there's nothing worse than being in an airport and anybody trying to talk to you at all. I agree. And completely understandable sake it's five o'clock in the morning yep. you i have long hair you tell me from behind at a glance and i don't care because i do not get offended if someone calls me a woman i don't i wasn't gonna like flip like the, i wasn't gonna go and flip up all the barricades and be like it's a free for all it's all just rush tsa you weren't about to rip your dong out and be like see yeah. I'm not, <laughs> yeah. look yeah yeah i mean yeah. i wish you would have so traveling is fun and then you could have just blamed it on her mm-hmm. this is not my fault yeah. This is an appropriate response. Yeah. yeah. So cool. Well, I'm glad you made it back safe. I'm glad you, uh, I assume, had a good time. Yeah. It was, it was swell. We Can't talked to do about it again. Before we yeah. recorded, and yeah. Alex did, in fact, I can confirm he did have a good time. 
Now, he was not being entirely negligent. Uh, this week's episode is about Master of the Universe Part Two. We're also going to talk about Hawkeye episodes four and five. But do you have any news before we get into that? I actually have a, a surprising amount of news before we talk about this stuff today. Um, do you want me to start on the downer note or end on a downer note? Start on the, start on the downer note. Okay. Uh, George Perez, who is yeah, yeah, yeah it's tragic. Yeah, yeah, he has cancer. Stage yeah. four, I believe, as well too. Yeah, stage. I want to say three, but okay. it's, yeah. they're not going to be doing anything with it. Yeah. Uh, pancreatic cancer. So yeah. super bummed. Uh, George Perez is one of the greatest comic book artists of all yeah, time. Yeah, one of the most influential as well, too. His yeah. run on Teen Titans with Marv Wolfman is one of the greatest comic book runs as well. The storyline they tell over and over again that's been adapted with Deathstroke and Terra uh, with their run, too. Uh, and He's done lots of work on Wonder Woman on Justice League. Yeah, um, just one of the absolute living legends, and arguably the best living artist right now. I I, I would disagree with that, especially for the older ones. I would say arguably. Yeah, I, I, you can make the case. I'm not saying that he is. I would say Alex like Ross really, is, is tier one. I mean, uh, but Alex Ross does like painted art. Yeah, uh, to where yeah, very different styles. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know what I'm saying. Very sad news, and I like that you're trying to kick the man while he's down. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Hold on. Well, if this is what pushes him over the edge, then I'm glad I have this much power and influence over Jesus over people. Christ. Uh, we officially have gotten word that uh, the Penguin uh, will be spun off from the Batman and done on HBO. Yeah. So HBO cool. just I'll watch stockpiling. It. I just love DC properties. All of these Batman shows. Not about Batman or the Bat oh family. God. Can we please just get a Batman show? Did, did you? This might be part of your news, but you see that there's another like uh, another new CW show, uh, like a Batwoman spinoff. Uh, no, not Naomi, but there's a Batwoman spinoff coming about like like Poison Ivy's kid and like oh Penguin's kid. And I was like, stop! It's called like Gotham Knights, I think too. I was like, stop uh, doing this. Just have it. And like, more reasons why. Like I. Love Titans. I'm like, oh, actually, get to see Nightwing on screen. I get to see Red Hood on screen. I get to see Tim Drake and Batgirl on screen. I'm glad they're doing it because no one else wants to seem to touch the Bat family at all. Just put the Batman movie out because there's, I feel like, so much like weird news around it. Tom King is doing a new book called Killing Time, a new limited Mm. series, and it's all of the characters from the Batman. Oh, is he really? Huh? Yeah, he just announced it yesterday. Uh, It's penguin it's catwoman and guess who else the riddler like yeah. i mean it's gonna be great yeah. it's tom king sure anyways um venom 3 is in the works unfortunately for some and fortunately <laughs> for others yeah i mean it makes uh, sense it, it did well at the box office yeah. uh, hopefully they fix the problems of the last one and the I, first one well first one had fewer problems yeah I, I don't mind if they keep the same tone it'll be interesting to see though if venom is in spider-man if any of that universe carries over to the next Venom film. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously lots of rumors and speculation. It comes out the day that this podcast is released. We don't have yep. any information on it. Uh, I avoided spoilers like The Plague today, as I will be seeing it tomorrow on my birthday. Yeah. Um, Just stay off the internet until you see it, basically. Yep. Um, let's We'll talk about some spoilers with some of this next news for what we're talking about today. So, spoilers for um, Hawkeye. Okay. So, you have no more news? I, I still have news, but it's going to kind of bump up against it, if that makes sense. Sure. Um, Daredevil uh, is going to be Charlie Cox. They have officially announced it. Uh, long speculated. But it's evil Knievel, Daredevil. Oh, my God. 
Wouldn't that be just a complete dislike? Yeah. I was going to say, have you heard about how evil Knievel got his name? Um, no. Uh, when he, he was arrested once, uh, and was imprisoned with a man, uh, whose last name was Knoffel. And they were like, when I guess when they came to get him out of, you know, the jail cell to go do whatever, they're like, all right, come on, awful Knoffel. And he was like, oh, if that guy can be awful Knoffel, I can be bull weevil Knievel. Somebody then was like, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Supposedly that's a true story though. Uh, Shang-Chi 2 has been confirmed as well. Um, cool. Yep. Super neat. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm excited. I'll see it. Yep. Uh, can you do a little less of the CGI stuff? Everything else was amazing in that movie. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I can. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, thanks. Appreciate yeah. that, Alex. Yeah. Um, Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Uh, they Did you watch the... That it was the, going to be a part one. Yes. Do you watch the footage for it? I did. It yeah. was great. Yeah. I can't wait. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yep. Uh, then we have a couple games that are coming out as well. I just yeah. Got I know they showed gameplay footage for the Suicide Squad Justice League. They did. Which I didn't watch because I'm, I'm going to buy the game anyway. So what yep. does it matter? I felt the same way. Yeah. I don't care about that. I'm just yeah. more interested in the new stuff. Yeah. Uh, which happens to be another Star Wars game. Uh, yes. But this is in the, it's called Eclipse and it's from the. Did Iowa you watch Republic. the trailer for that? I actually did not. I did. It looked amazing. It's by yeah. Quantic Dreams who did uh, Heavy Rain, Between Two Souls, and Detroit Being Human, which oh. uh, which I loved all those games. Uh, so I'm excited for that kind of take on the Star Wars universe. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, I think Man, so too. I'm, I'm very excited for that. Uh, and Wonder Woman is going to get a game. Yeah. And yeah, Wonder Woman, which really surprised me. And Amy Hennig, who did, I think, the first three Uncharted games, maybe all the Uncharted games, uh, is doing working on a Marvel game as well, too. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like... Uh, I, I'm stoked for all those comic book properties coming to video games. Yeah. Especially with the success of, of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I was happy that I was able to whip that out real quick and, and beat it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm super pumped for all this stuff. Yeah, me too. And I'm sure that Gotham Knights, the game, and Su- Suicide Squad will be hits as well too whenever they come out. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Well, cool. Let's get into it. Do you want to talk about... Um, Hawkeye first. Hawkeye first. Okay, cool. Um Oh boy, new characters galore. Yeah, by new characters we mean old characters. It's even really hard to talk about episode four and just not focus on episode five yeah. completely. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So that's what I'm gonna do. I don't, I don't know what you're gonna do. You're gonna focus on episode five completely. I mean, that's where I want to start. Um, yeah. Uh huh. I didn't think episode four was as strong either. Well, episode five was amazing. Like, yeah. Uh, oh, was it ever? I want to say that while. Uh, Florence Pugh and David Harbour stole a lot of the scenes in Black Widow. I think this was like the first time where like Yelena comes into her own as a character in this episode five. That scene between her and Kate and Kate's apartment was incredible. It it seemed like it was long. Yeah. And it could have been so much longer and I would have been just fine with it. Yeah. The, Never really like this was like I don't really have thoughts like this but like this is like one of the ways that like I'm like I at one point I was like I hate the way that the shot and I thought it was shot bad, but it was just close up on Elaine's face, close up on Kate's face, and I I would have liked to see some more over the shoulder shots or like a side by side of the two of them like at the table talking to one another, so it's not just reaction shot and dialogue shot over and over again because the performance from both Haley Steinfeld and Florence Pugh was really strong there, and I would have liked to see them both play off of each other more directly. And I think we we might have gotten that if there was some more weight going on there. 
I feel like there's a lot of dancing around what's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I actually have a lot of issues. Oh, really? Alex. What are your issues? Uh, I'm sad. Fear of commitment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, spiders. Afraid of birds. <laughs> I don't think they're real. I yeah. think they're all spies. Um, don't trust grass. I, I really wanted more of a tracksuit mafia, more of a, a light thing. Hey, you got a great scene with tracksuit mafia, though. I got... Exactly. I got a yeah. great season. Yeah, you did get a great scene. A season. And you know what? I'm okay with my disappointment here. Like, there are things mm-hmm. that I can recognize that I don't mm-hmm. like. And I also think the pacing's a little bit too quick. Like, yeah, this was... Episode yeah, it, it, it kills me that this is six episodes. That, like, I think this oh, is one that I wish was eight. Uh, and, I, I mean, I feel that way for really... Aside from Falcon War Soldier, which is still really good, but I think it was paced fairly well. But I feel like the... I feel like Loki and the show could benefit from being eight episodes. Yep. Even seven. If you need to make it yeah. one more episode, six doesn't fit fit right. Yeah. I agree. Go one more. Yeah. Or make it make the you know, the next episode a, a two hour finale. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. Whatever you need to do. Yeah. Because it doesn't seem like they're gonna be able to tie it up neatly. Uh which I, I guess they don't really do in these shows. Which I guess for Echo you, you don't need to tie it up neatly because Echo is getting her own T V series. Yeah. But I'm sure Kate will appear again, but we don't know Kate's future. And really, we don't know Hawkeye's future either. No. They could both potentially die. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, that'd be, be dark. Shocked. Yeah. Yeah. That would be. I'd be like, well, this is a disappointing show. <laughs> that would be an absolute gobsmack. Yeah. That yeah. would be Kevin Feige throwing his big donkey dong mm-hmm. onto the table and saying, deal with it. And it's pizza dog who murders him. <laughs> oh my god, no! <laughs> and then they put pizza dog down yeah. afterwards. I will say though, oh, no. they have like hinted at this and played at this, but I'm excited to see the costume reveals for Clint, especially for episode six. It's like about how we need a new costume, and then yeah. that Larper finally made a new costume for him, but he didn't want to see it because yeah. he was beat up and depressed because he's being a bad father by not seeing his kids at uh, Christmas. At too, Christmas, just for trying to stay alive and not get people killed. Yeah, it's almost yeah. like wanting to travel to Baltimore right before Christmas. Pretty much. But he got no vinyl out of it. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah. that's the worst part. Mm-hmm. If you're coming home with some sweet ska band records yeah. like Alex yeah. did, the kids are uh, going to be happy. I saw zero ska band, sir. There were no ska records. You didn't? There was one ska record? No. There was one record that was a reference to the reference to the film Dirty Work, uh, the great Norman Dolan classic, uh, R.I.P. Uh, and then to the film Dirty Work, yeah, he died. Yeah, it did. Oh no! Uh, and is then now? no, he does not. <laughs> oh no! And then a seven inch that sold out online. And the other group I saw already owned all their vinyl, so I couldn't get anything there. I mean, you could have. I could have, but I don't need like you want me to get an extra copy, just a plain black vinyl. No, no thank I you. That you supported local and live music, Alex. Well, I, I did because I did buy two shirts, a hat, and a sock, and a pair of socks. And a singular sock. <laughs> Just the one, please. <laughs> this is not going to go on my feet. You can get one for 10 or two for 30 in your call. Yeah. All right, let's talk more about Hawkeye here. Um, so we've got Yelena, and that scene is incredible. And you could have definitely done for some better cinematography there. Yeah. Yeah. But it was so well done. And then we get to see Ronan uh, beat up Echo, uh, which that's fine with. I mean... At this point, oh, and beat the shit out of yeah, and and, wh- wh- and the entire tracksuit mafia, yeah, wh- wh- which Hawkeye one hundred percent should uh, uh, at this point. While Echo does become a hero at some point, 
at this point, she's nowhere near, or she should not be anywhere near on the level of Hawkeye as well. And he did plant the seed successfully. And I thought that was an interesting twist that her father was not just a gangster, but he's actually an informant as well. Yeah. Uh, Which, no, wait, you haven't started watching Reservation Dogs, right? No. Okay, because her father is in Reservation Dogs. The actor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Neat. Uh, do you know who else makes an appearance in this, Alex? Uh, Vera Farmiga. Does she really? Yeah. She plays Kate Bishop's mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so weird that her and Tessa are sisters. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah, yeah. Un- unreal. <laughs> I came to that. You find that very unsettling. Yeah. Did we, was it you and I that spoke? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I think you informed yeah, me. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was gobsmacked. Yeah. Um, but yes, so the big news, the man in the white suit, Vincent D'Onofrio's kingpin. Yep. And like, whenever that happened, I was so happy that Loki and Wanda and Peter all screwed up the multiverse so this could happen. <laughs> oh, do you think this is some multiversal thing? 100%. Oh, really? I think so. Oh, you know what? Before we get to that too, one moment I really liked was... I don't think so, though, because they talk about how this happened, you know, a long time ago with Echo. I don't think this is multiversal. If you think this Maybe, is... Maybe, but it I could be because it, it could be a blending of the universes. So, so history changes. I mean, if they go with that explanation, sure. Uh, but I will yeah. say, before we go, go into that, I like there's a small moment of Clint going to the monument of the first Avengers fight with the Jatari from Avengers 1. Mm-hmm. It had all their names, and him taking out his... Uh, Hearing aid and like talking to Natasha in that way. I really like that moment. Yeah. And I like the idea of there being monuments to the heroes uh, having such a, like this clearly, if this happened in real life, it would be a historic moment. So it should be something yeah. that should be celebrated and immortalized in that way. Yeah. It said on this day in, in 2012, the Avengers first assembled, I think mm-hmm. is, what, is what the plaque says. And listed like all their names. Yeah. So they're all terrible at hiding their secret identities. Yeah, you got Natasha Romanoff. Yeah. yeah. You got Clint Barton on there. Who clearly has a family is trying to hide out. That, like, Nick Fury was clearly putting them away to hide them. And then there's a plaque with his real name on there. This is entirely unrealistic, this entire show. And let me tell you why. There are three living Avengers from the original six, right? Four. I mean, if you're counting. Steve, Steve's not dead. Sure. Uh, but as far like as far as the yeah. world is concerned, I just rewatched uh, Spider Man um, Far From Home. Yeah, everybody assumes that he is deceased. Sure, they tell you in the opening three seconds of that movie that they think he's deceased. So in everybody's mind, there are three living people. Yes, one who is in permanent hideout in the Hulk, and the other who is a god who is probably off planet. He's in outer space. We saw him last traveling with the yep. Guardians. I think so. You got one of yeah. the original Avengers. <laughs> And nobody seems to recognize who this person is. Some people do. They're like, you got that free meal in the first episode as well. Yeah. Yeah. And the LARPer recognized him as well. Yeah. So it does happen. Uh, I would think there'd be like paparazzi and shit. You know? I know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe people will be like, maybe not. Cause like, I've seen this guy kill people. <laughs> <laughs> I better say yeah, it, it's not like, as you mentioned earlier, it's not like Britney Spears. It's not like Britney is just going to take a quarter and make that a weapon that can like uh, take your eye out. Oh, yeah, Brittany is coming back uh, to the mic. I think she wants to say something else. 
Uh, yeah, this is me, Brittany. Uh, yeah, you're right, Alex. Okay, good. I finally have affirmation that I've always that wanted. That is cutting edge. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Thank you so much, yeah. Brittany. We really um, appreciate you uh, coming all the way over here today. Yes, from wherever it is that you normally are. Neither of us know. Yeah. I, I want to watch s- any of the free Brittany documentaries. I want to say watch? Round Rock. <laughs> Round Rock, Texas. Yeah. yeah. Just outside of Austin. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Not, not Austin proper because she wanted to have land. Uh, what are you, what are you hoping from this finale? Are you, are you, this is our help from the finale. Oh, before we get into that real quick, this episode didn't have a post-credit scene, but had a pre-credit scene where we got to see Elena continue her work to freeing widows. But the first time we saw she was snapped, which we saw that moment she's in the shower, we see her snap and then come back. That That was incredible. Yes. Yeah. We're like the wall change color, the entire home changes color. She has no idea what's going on. I love any moments like that. We saw that in Falcon and the Winter Soldier as well with the hospital scene. Uh, the blip. No, not Falcon and Winter Soldier. WandaVision. Uh, yeah. The hospital scene. Uh, like Moments like that. I love that the blip still carries this ever-present weight in the Marvel Universe. Yep. And you never know when, when we're going to see another blip moment. Yeah. And yeah. see somebody else's experience. Yeah, I thought that was great. You know, it's in the past now, but people lost five years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and really, for like Yelena, she lost five years with her sister that she'll never be able to have. Yep. Uh, and when she snaps back two out of those five years, she's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert, Black Widow dies yeah. in Avengers Endgame. Um, how dare you? <laughs> uh, but okay, now we can get to the end. For the last episode, this is what I want to see. I want, to, I want it to be nothing but a full hour long, not 35, not 40 minutes. And I want it to be an hour of the Kingpin making an omelet. And Elena talking about how amazing it is and how, how delicious it is. Uh, and just coating it in sriracha. That's that, that, that's all. And, and Kingpin taking offense to her adding anything to his omelet. You know, I really was disappointed that they didn't get a different hot sauce. Is that weird that that's probably my biggest complaint is that they were using sriracha? Yeah. How sriracha dare. Sriracha is very 2009. Yeah. Come on, guys. 2011. Get, come on. How are they not supporting Soothsayer hot sauce? Okay. They have... Oh, um, they have a maple hot sauce. Uh, they well, have an apricot have hot sauce. On hot sauces. Uh, oh, no. They have a hot sauce with basil and oregano, right. tomatoes, which I'm is amazing with pizza. Alex is going to keep uh, just informing mm-hmm. you as to the hot sauces. They have a sweet potato hot sauce. Uh, it's just top notch. And Kate Bishop is filthy rich. So why is she just getting basic hot sauce? Sriracha is great for eating pho and nothing else. Yeah. That is the mm-hmm. time to, to mm-hmm. use sriracha. Is to put it in your bowl of fun. Yeah. And it, it is the best hot sauce for that 100%. And honestly, if they had Cholula there, I would I would use Cholula. I don't there. know if I would because I, I I feel like I feel like Sriracha like becomes a part of the broth. Because it's thicker? Yes. I know what you mean. Yeah. I, I, I know exactly. Now, yeah, now I'm really wanting some pho, even though it's way too late to have it. Because it's not really a deliverable food, I feel like. No. Uh, and you know what's really sad is I don't get it tomorrow because I'm going to have a birthday dinner. And you know what? I'm We're going to have for your birthday dinner. I don't know. Uh, give me recommendations. Okay. Because I'm uh, not paying for it. There is the Mariah Carey meal at McDonald's right now. Um, That's a top option for yeah. sure. Which is a limited, <laughs> limited time only. Uh, so get it while you can. I might try and go up to our, our local, one of our local arts districts up in the city uh, because they've got lots of great uh, restaurants in the Plaza District. And apparently there's a... Uh, Christmas vacation pop up where you can have drinks. Oh, in, is there really? In Clark Griswold's living room. Yep. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Is it only eggnog? No. 
Wow. God. There's mold wine and other stuff. Anyways, uh, we awesome. watched Masters of the Universe as well. Yeah, so let's talk about that. Yep. Uh, part one, we both enjoyed more than we thought we were going to. Uh, yeah. I th- and we, as we talked about in that episode, we didn't grow up mass like He-Man fans. I like, grew up never having really watched He-Man at all. And I watched some of it and I enjoyed it because it was a superhero-esque cartoon mm-hmm. of Saturday morning. And we were limited in, in the content we were able to see during that time. <coughs> but part one always surprised us uh, for how well done it was. And honestly, I know how you feel. But I feel like part two is even stronger. It was good. Um I read that a lot of people thought that, um, and at this point, I'm and this is going to be a really, really controversial take. I'm kind of over it. Really? I'm wow, really that surprises over me. It. And I will say because for the first part, we got very little He Man. This part two, we got a ton yeah, of He Man. We did, and that's not that's not an issue. I think this should have all been released as one. That that I agree with, but that would have been a Netflix decision. Obviously, not a showrunner decision. But I 100% agree with you because that stupid controversy that happened wouldn't have been a controversy at all if it had all released as as one single season. Yeah, and I don't even see. I don't even remember what the controversy is. That's it's because people ago. felt like they were lied to that it wasn't actually a He Man show. Oh yeah, that, that was like yeah. a Tila show. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. I mean, that didn't bother me at all. No, you know? Same here. It didn't bother me at all too. And Tila still plays an important part in part two. But it is very much a He-Man skeleton show. Skeletor well, yeah. show. I mean, we watched Skeletor show. the the Tila shit, and yeah. we got all you know bought into to what was going on there. And then the second half, they really just like I don't know. Lays over it. We learned that really the sorceress hard. is her mother, mm-hmm. uh, and Man of Arms obviously is her father. And there was some really good emotional stuff there. I thought, uh, but I thought. I loved having more Skeletor because I thought Mark Hamill was incredible as Skeletor. Yep. I like seeing the souped up yeah. Skeletor. That was great. Yeah. I love that we got some classic He-Man characters uh, to return for the scene part one, most notably Fisto uh, making his first and only appearance. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And he's saying that he wants to fist them, <laughs> uh, which was a fantastic line as well. I do remember that. Now yeah. Did you say that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'll let you. I'll defer to you on a lot of this because okay. I I don't. I just found myself continually not really caring, and that's not a fault of the creators. It's not a fault of the show. It's a fault of the fact that Netflix didn't let them release everything all at once. I like that. Like unlike the original He-Man cartoon, we saw real character development that carried with the characters. Evil Lynn's time with Tila and the gang changed her. Uh even Beastman's time with killing the gang changed him as well too. I definitely and, wasn't expecting um, her to have a, a more of a like a, a back to heel turn. Yeah, yeah. She that, had a heel to hero to heel turn. Yes, to hero and again. we had a turn for Skeletor, which was a brief turn to hero. Not really hero, but yeah. I'd say anti-hero, back to heel. But that was expected, or I think expected, because I like that no matter what happens, and I feel like it's in character for Skeletor. His number one goal is still killing He Man. Yeah. Nothing else matters. Uh, and I liked that Evil in Solution was just to destroy the universe because she felt so alone and she felt betrayed. And honestly, because she was betrayed and used by Skeletor, yeah. uh, the person that she loved. That like, so what's the point of it all? I'm just going to d- destroy the universe she, as it is. There is no God. Yeah. Yeah. Because she was the God and she was going to determine yeah. what there was. And there's nothing. She, she destroyed heaven. 
because we got to see Mossman as well, like in their version of Heaven up there. She just wiped that out, and Mossman just seemed to accept his fate as Heaven was being destroyed. Yep, he's like, "Well, I got Heaven for a while. Yeah. better than yeah. better than nothing, I guess." Yeah, um, fucking bleak. I don't know. So I guess all the past he men as well too also got destroyed up there. Yeah, in Heaven. Like. Yeah, um, deal with it, Adam. We did see some amazing moments though. I thought when we saw Prince Adam try to channel the power. Of Grace Girl without the oh, sword. He became like a Mongoloid? Yeah, like like the Hulk, basically. Yeah. Like he made Hulk and basically just beat the crap out of Skeletor yeah. uh, with just like his fist uh, raging. That like had, amazing. had an entire building fall out of him and like didn't like phase him or anything. And then was still just like a rage monster that he almost killed his own father as well, too. Yeah. Yeah. People in front of him, they're going to die. Yeah, he couldn't control himself. Uh, another thing I loved was the return of Orko. And Orko fulfilling his destiny as well. Being reasons at once. I love that we got to see. Oh, and then he's just saved because Evelyn is just like, oh, by the way, let me just like hold your hand and now you're not dead anymore. I, I think it was Tila who who held his hand uh, and, and, and didn't let him go away. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think you're wrong, but that's fine. Uh, but. You also could be very right. Uh, I, I was okay with that just because if there is a season two, you, you need to have Orko in yeah, it at that you, point. you do. Uh, and I like that Orko is actually, for once, actually a powerful wizard and not just like a bumbling sidekick as well. He finally lived up to his destiny that, that he was supposed to have. And again, see, these are things that I'm I'm not privy to from watching the show. So I feel like if I had watched this all the way through, these some of these things would have landed more for me with characters that I'm already not familiar with. How did you feel about Prince Adam's plan to just go talk to Evil Lynn? And Skeletor was like, your plan is not to just go talk with her, is it? And it cuts to them immediately <laughs> talking with her. Uh, that that struck me as a very Jane Silent Bob kind of a joke. Yeah. Uh, I, thought, I was like, I feel like Kevin. I will say too, like, like even though this, was, this show was played very straight for the most part, uh-huh. there were a few moments of humor and I felt like it hit uh, each time when it did. Like they used it well. They still maintain like the serious nature of like the show and the tickets they're having. But when they did humor, I feel like it hit pretty well whenever they used it. Yeah, I mean, I, the original show was a kid's show. So there's mm-hmm. there's jokes in, in children's shows. Um, but I don't think that's ever the driving force of that show. And I like that they incorporated it in more of an adult manner Yeah. in this one. I thought that was great. Uh, Things that like kids might not really think yeah, about yeah. that adults yeah. would in this. Uh, and this show, too, it ended with basically a tease for the second season. Uh, with Skeletor ending up. With Triclops and the machine head people, yeah, and turning himself into one of the machine heads with some figure's face I don't recognize, but I know he is a part of the, the He Man universe. I, I looked it up, uh, part of the She Ra universe. Uh, the oh man, monitor that's not the right word, maybe the hall monitor. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever the, the creature was, yeah, which was came this- out of the show, which I thought, I thought that was pretty cool. I do uh, enjoy that. Because they normally like, transform, but like, yeah, see like this creature that had like a female appearance come out and like this like glowing like red logo appear. And to see someone as powerful as Skeletor being transformed like that too. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was really cool. such a brutal looking yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, and like the first season, I thought the voice acting performances were really good throughout the show. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that there was a weak point. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's just the fact that I'm not familiar with it and to have a, a big break and then to have a second part of a story. Yeah. Again, that I'm not super familiar with. <coughs> so that's, that's my knock. 
I would, and that's me saying also, I would love a season two, but release but all at once. I agree with that 100%. Me, yeah, yeah. And these people who are just like, ooh, this is a co- cool comic. Yeah, and especially because, like, property. it's not like the episodes are super long. Like, they're 23 to no. 27 minutes. Uh, and what, I, are you, what are you saving by that hour and 45 minutes yeah, that I'm not watching? I agree. It, right it, it is a very, it's a very quick watch, too. Like, it, the pace is very strong in these. No episode drags at all or anything like that. Like you said, the, the fanboy whiners would have had nothing yeah. to fanboy And whiners. it's interesting because I feel like if this is a kid show that you love, this is the perfect adult continuation of it that's been more modernized and has adult, more adult storylines and some very brutal moments that is still okay for kids probably eight and up as well. Oh, yeah, Evelyn's super sensual yeah. at certain points. Yeah, sorcerers being stabbed to death. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was great in in a lot of aspects. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I like like you said. I, I would like a season two, and I think mostly I think it'd be perfect because I enjoyed this, but also because it's a very easy watch as well. It is. It's life. Yeah. Yeah. It's not something that like. I'm not, I'm not worried about He Man and his his compadres. Yeah. But not making it through. I still get stoked whenever like He Man says like I have the power. Like Chris Wood does an excellent job with that like line oh, delivery. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. It's I don't know, and like you like you like you said with Hamill, Hamill is is a great 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 voice actor. Yeah, give him all the parts. One hundred percent. Yeah, and he does a great job because like his Skeletor is very is carries some similarities like with his Joker to where singularly obsessive over one figure, uh, and has moments of humor as well too that are like dark humor moments. Uh, that is so. It's almost like a pseudo continuation uh, of his Joker. Yeah, a, a little more cartoony, which is weird to say, but it, it's it very much is. Uh, and really, like the show, like I think it does a good job of capturing like the nostalgia of like what Saturday morning cartoons were. Yep. Maybe the X Men anime series will carry that over as well, but we don't really have that anymore for obvious reasons. No, um, although they did release a different. Masters of the Universe show, like last year or two years yeah, ago. A few years ago, yeah. yeah. And of course, the Cheever show has been very popular yeah, as well. Yeah, that was like a G-rated type Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So, would you rate this on a scale of 1 to 10? I don't think it's fair for me to rate it, uh, just because I don't think that my ranking is going to be fair for what it is. I'll still rate it, uh, but I want everybody to take it with a gigantic grain of salt. Because like I said, I don't think it's fair or accurate, but I give it a... Six and a half. I'll give it a seven. I'm rather with you. Yeah. I feel like though, if you haven't watched it or you would like someone to watch it, have them watch it all at once and not as two separate parts. Honestly, now, now is the best time. To, to an eight as yeah, a, as a series. Yeah, now is the best solid. time to watch it. Uh, than the way we did it with yeah. the way it was released. Honestly. Yep. Yeah. And if I had more time, I uh, I would have loved to have just rewatched it and gone through it all. Sure. That's not my fault. That's just Netflix. Uh, although. Being more, kind of my fault. Speaking of more time to watch, uh, <laughs> next week is our last episode of the year oh uh, before we do our year-end top 10. And do we ever have a jam-packed motherfucker for you? Yeah, we're going to be talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. We'll be talking about The King's Man. We'll which, be talking about the finale for Hawkeye. We'll be talking about Book of Boba Fett, the first episode, yep. uh, which real quick, uh, do you see that they did confirm they're going to be a Kingsman 3? Oh, nice. Great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and w- we might be talking about season two of The Witcher as well, too. Yeah, there's there's a strong possibility we'll be talking about 
those yeah. five things. So buckle yeah. up for probably a two-hour affair. Yeah, I would say so. Week. And then uh, and uh, keep in mind whatever we're talking about last, we'll probably be wasted. So <laughs> we'll, we will be blasted. Yeah, yeah. So her, good luck to us. Good luck to you. Yeah. Um, have fun with all of, of the comic book properties. You have a lot to watch, as do we. Uh, yeah. So by next week, you should watch Spider Man: No Way Home, The King's Man, which season two. Book of Boba Fett and Hawkeye episode six. Yes, and I feel like all that is reasonable. Yeah, there's there's yeah. no way that you shouldn't be able to do all that. You've got Christmas coming up, and you probably don't have very many commitments. Yeah, exactly. Family, no, thank you. Backseat family. Yeah, yeah. You're not important. Yeah, it's all about Peter Parker. I gotta be able and to Peter Parker and Peter Parker on the way to work. Yeah, having seen all or of what they're talking about, just sitting out in my car by myself. My family enjoys a nice Christmas dinner. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, really yeah. All right. For the, uh, as always, you can use the instrument of comic at gmail.com. Saved it. I'm so proud of you, buddy. Um, uh, Instagram, Facebook, we're there. For the instrument of comics, I'm Alex Dashback. And tomorrow's my birthday. Send me gifts. Henshin ain't easy. <laughs>